Hey there, I'm Rebecca, national speaker and professional life coach. Welcome to the Confidence Coach Podcast. Here, I help you simplify your personal, spiritual, and professional development by focusing on the one thing that changes everything, confidence. In these episodes, I will help you steadily deepen your trust in God and your own abilities because the world needs a more confident you. If you're tired of wasting time, settle in for these short but powerful episodes. Let's get growing for your good and God's glory. Hey everybody, welcome to episode three. I have gotten wonderful feedback from you guys about episode one and two, and so I'm really excited to be here sharing with you guys episode three. Um, As I've said before in the other podcasts, if you're enjoying this, please subscribe and write the review and, you know, share on your social media and all those things so that we can get some traction going here. Um, My deepest desire is that we create really an army of women who are confident in who God is. Um, and who God created us to be, not only because I think that's the most satisfying and fulfilling way to live, and I'm definitely interested in being fulfilled and satisfied, but also because it allows us to give our gifts to the world, heal the world, show up in the world, and do um, for the world what it needs. Um, you know, In this day and age, I think there are so many women that are really kind of sitting on the fence and playing with this whole Christianity thing. Is it really real? Is this really enough? Um, And that's easy to do. We live in a society where we're constantly bombarded with messages that tell us we were created for our own self. We were created to please other people. We were created to climb a ladder. We were created to be maybe just a wife and a mom. Not that there's anything wrong with being a wife and a mom, but that's not actually the ultimate for which you were created. That there's all these things out there that are really going to actually fulfill us on some level. And so we spend, we waste a lot of time and we waste a lot of years kind of playing with the faith thing, going to church and calling on God when we really need him to get us through something, but not being utterly convinced and confident of the fact that we were created for him. Okay. And how much time and how, how much uh, power are we wasting by playing with these other ideas? Now, again, I don't think that some of those other things don't feel great, right? (laughs) A lot of those things I mentioned are are wonderful, but here on the Confidence Coach podcast and kind of what I do and what my deepest passion is, is to help women really move the truth, various truths from their head to their heart so that they can just get on with living their life in a way that powerfully impacts the world. And that is as satisfying as is humanly possible on this planet. Okay. In episode one, I kind of presented just a little bit more about why this is called the confidence coach podcast and why confidence is not pride. In episode two, we talked about love and whether or not you're convinced that you are loved or if you're wasting time wondering if you're enough. 
And today I kind of want to dig into what I just said in the introduction, which is what are you really created to do? Why are we really here? And I want to challenge you to ask yourself on to what degree do you believe it? Okay. Not just that sounds nice, but my heart is convinced of that truth. All right. We were created, as we are told um, in the word of God, we were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. We find this verse in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, kind of a basic verse. I mean, it's not basic, but it's basic in the sense that we hear it a lot and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. We were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Okay, great. Um, so that means I need to volunteer on another committee or I need to basically serve out of obligation because the Bible says this is what God wants from me. Hold up. Totally wrong perspective. <laughs> um, I believe that what this verse is saying is God is reminding us through the word of God here that you were created on purpose that you have been formed in a way that your mind and that your spirit and that your soul is only going to be satisfied and fully alive when you're actually serving or helping other people specifically in the way that God has prepared for you to do it. So we also know the word of God tells us that anybody who comes, you know, into a personal relationship with God is given the Holy Spirit and given a specific gift or giftings of the Holy Spirit. Now, I deal with this a lot in coaching women who say, I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what my purpose is. I, I wish I was doing more in my life that felt more satisfying and more purposeful. And, um, you know, I, I just think I have more to offer and I don't know what to do. So it's common that at a certain age, we all hit a little bit of a wall and we think there must be more to life. This whole marriage thing or kids thing wasn't as satisfying as I thought it would be, or something in my life fell apart or even chasing, climbing the ladder, chasing a career, whatever, you name it. And we wonder why we feel kind of empty and what we're really here for, what we were really created to do. So the first thing I want to do is challenge you guys. Do you really believe that you are created to do good works? Do you really believe, do you actually believe that when you are serving the way that God has intended and gifted you to serve, that's when you are going to feel the most alive. That's when you're going to feel the most satisfied. That's what you were created for. Not to just sit and watch Netflix all day, not to just indulge, you know, in self-care 24-7. Because we all know that when we sit around and do nothing, eventually we feel this anxious worthlessness because we're not doing anything. <laughs> you were created to do stuff, <laughs> but not to do stuff out of obligation, okay? You were not created to do stuff out of guilt or emptiness. Bottom line, do you believe you were created to do good works. And do you believe that God has prepared good works for you in advance to do? Or have you bought into the lie that you're here to consume, that you're here to impress, that you're here to shop and spend money? Okay, that would be my temptation. <laughs> it's pretty satisfying to go buy the $200 pair of Ray-Bans. <laughs> but as satisfying as that can be, 
nothing, nothing lights up my soul like the mission trips I've been on, for example, or, you know, when I'm on stage and I'm speaking and I know in my gut, even though I'm scared and I'm nervous, I know in my gut, this is what I was created to do. So ask yourself that question. Do I believe, right? Am I convinced? Am I confident? Even when we look around at this world and and everything that's so available to us and, and everything is trying to convince us that we need X, Y, and Z to make us happy because they're trying to make money off of us, really, or Satan is trying to distract us. Do you have a firm conviction that you are here on purpose, God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works? That is true of every single human being, because I know there are women listening to this who are saved, you know, they have a relationship with Christ. And I know there are women listening to this right now who probably know nothing about Christianity and, and have not yet submitted their life to, to Jesus and and to the truth of the word. Um, and it's true about you too. It's true about all of you. Do you believe it? That is my first question for you guys today. Do you have a conviction of that? Okay. You were created in Christ to do good works. How do we get there? How do we get there? Because again, I know a lot of women who are like, you know, I kind of want to do this thing. God has a little bit put this on my heart or that on my heart, but I'm scared. Um, I don't really know how to start this ministry or start that thing. And and it's of all ages too. I I talked to girls in high school, college, uh, women in their forties, fifties, sixties, some of which have hit their stride in their gifting and they know it. Praise the Lord for that. Okay. Praise the Lord. You're operating in the good works that you were meant to do and you know it. All right. If that's not you, if you have not hit your stride yet in exactly the way that you were designed to, do not be discouraged. All right. Do not be discouraged. And let me tell you why. Well, first, I'm actually going to start with some scripture here. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 17. I'm going to start in verse 32. I'm reading to you guys a little bit about the story of David and Goliath, a story we've all heard a million times, but really want to pull two things out of this passage. Okay. So I'm going to start in 1 Samuel 17, 32. For those of you who don't know the story, there's like a giant Goliath and nobody wants to fight him. And King Saul and all the men are disheartened because they think they're all about to be just overrun or killed by this giant. And then there's this little uh, shepherd boy, basically David, who, who comes onto the scene and says, well, I can do it. So this is how that goes down. David says to King Saul, let no man's heart fail him. Basically don't let anybody be discouraged. I will go and fight this giant. And the King said to David, you're not able to go against this giant and fight him for you are but a youth. And really Really, what that's indicating here in this passage is you are inexperienced. You are inexperienced and unprepared. And he has been a man of war from his youth, okay? But David said to King Saul, I used to keep sheep for my father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and I struck him and I delivered him out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this giant shall be like one of them. 
for he has defiled the armies of the living God. And David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. Okay. This is where I get so excited about uh, what God has laid on my heart with this whole confidence coach for Christian women thing. I told you guys in in the first podcast that what we're doing here, okay, together on this journey every week is that we're working on deepening your trust in God and your own abilities. All right. God brought me this scripture through church service, actually. And it's like a light bulb went off in my mind because what is happening here? David is not saying you're right. I'm inexperienced, but I'm just trusting God that this rock is going to go exactly where it's going to go. You know, I'm totally unprepared, but I'm showing up and I'm going to do these good works that you've created for me to do. No, no. David is showing up here saying, listen, I trust my abilities. I've spent the last five, 10, we don't know how long years of my life honing these skills. Okay. I know how to use this sling. I know how to use this rock. I have worked out my skills in private before I was ever asked to use them in public is basically what's happening here. And then on top of that, first, he justifies the fact that he's really not that inexperienced. Okay. I've been working this out in private when nobody saw it. And then he also states the fact that he believes that God is going to come through for him. Okay. So the Lord delivered me. This is verse 37. And David said, the Lord delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear. And he will deliver me from this Philistine, from the giant. So we've got a situation here where David is walking into the good works that he was created to do, but he's He's able to carry it out because he does have trust in his own abilities and trust in God. Those two things are already in place. So if you aren't exactly sure yet what the good works are that God has prepared for you to do, do not be frustrated. Okay. You are probably in a phase of your life where God is developing your skills in private. All right where he's honing your skills in private before he ever asks you to use them in public and, or he's teaching you how to trust him. He's teaching you to know and believe that he will come through for you. Because even when we get to a moment where we're asked to use our skill, it's still terrifying. All right. And I'm just going to use an example of me speaking. I know that I'm skilled at speaking. I know that I'm good at it. But it doesn't mean that every single time I get up in front of a crowd, I'm not nervous because I am. And in those moments when I see 50 or 100 or 1,000 people there and and I'm, you know, a little bit scared and stuck in my head, even though I've been doing it for 10 years, what goes through my head? Two things go through my head. First of all, I do have a belief in my own ability. Okay, I've prepared. I know I can get up there and be present. I know I can get up there and engage with the crowd. I know I've done this before. Can you guys hear those sirens? (laughs) Podcasting 101 here. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm going to know how to edit that out. So I really hope you guys couldn't hear those really annoying sirens. But if you could, whatever. We're going to blow right past that. Um, So I'm standing there nervous, right, about getting up there and using my skills and abilities, 
even though I have quite a bit of confidence in them, the thing that pushes me over the edge to actually go do the good works that were created for me is the, but the Lord will deliver me. Okay. So kind of the even if God has come through for me every other time, he'll come through for me again. And so my confidence in my own abilities leads me so far. And then it is my conviction that God will show up that actually makes me act. Okay. And all of these things are honed usually in private before they're ever asked to be used in public or in some big serious way or in a way that I would consider maybe like the super fulfilling, like, yes, I know in my core that I'm doing exactly what I was created to do. This feels like I'm just having fun with my gifting. Like I'm so, I'm so kind of good at it now. And I'm, and I trust God so much that I can just enjoy doing this. That's what God means when he says you were created to do good works. That's what he means. He does not mean oh, you were created to volunteer for another committee or work in the nursery again or um, go do something that you're completely exhausted and don't want to do. Let us not forget that the word of God says God loves a cheerful giver. Okay, so if you're doing a lot in your life right now to impress God or impress other people, but you're not cheerful about it, <laughs> this is where Christian women go wrong so many times. They pr what a lot of us do is we're like, oh, make me more cheerful, you know, help me to fix my attitude. I mean, that's a decent, that's a good prayer to pray. But usually what you need to do is say no to a bunch of stuff until you can be filled up enough that you're actually doing what God has created and empowered you to do and not the whole list of things that you think you're supposed to do. Are you tracking with me? Is this too? It's probably blowing some of your minds right now. I hope it is. I hope it's blowing some of your minds right now that God actually. Okay. <laughs> this leads great into my last point. So this is where I'm going to take it real quick here. Um, What are you here for? You are not here to just consume. Okay. You're not here to impress. You're not here to be perfect looking until the day you die. You're not here to win over some man's affection. You're not here just to cook and clean. You are created to do good works. And if you are in your stride right now, doing the good works that you were created to do, praise the Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord. If you're not quite there yet, also praise the Lord. He's honing your skills and deepening your trust in him. But now I have a reminder for both of you, whichever camp you're in. Let me tell you guys what you were truly designed for. Yes, we're here to do good works. And yes, that's satisfying to us. But I think there's actually one other verse that we need to visit here that's more important. This verse is Mark 12, 30, and it is the greatest commandment. The disciples have asked Jesus of all the commandments, what is the greatest commandment? Do you guys know? 
I'm giving you like a chance right now to say it out loud while you're putting on your makeup or driving in your car. What is the first commandment? All right, say it with me. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and all your strength. Isn't it mind-blowing, friends? Isn't it mind-blowing that what God wants from you is your heart? Okay? He doesn't want your service first. He doesn't even want you to love other people first. That's the second part of the verse. He wants you to love him first. You are here. Yes, you. 18-year-old, 34-year-old, 55-year-old, 72-year-old woman. You are on this planet to love God and to be loved by him. So if you're operating in your fullest gifting right now and you're forgetting to spend quality time with God, to worship him in privacy, to let him love on you, then you're forgetting the most foundational thing that God wants from you. Okay. And conversely, if you haven't hit your full stride yet, as far as this is exactly what my gifting is and exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it feels awesome and fulfilling. You're in that training phase. You're, you're barely even beginning to ask God, what is my gifting? What skills am I developing? I want to be confident in my, in my abilities. And I want to be confident that you will come through for me. That's great. Great phase to be in. But don't rush it because you think somehow reaching that next level is what God wants from you. God will bring that about when he wants to bring that about. Period. End of story. What God wants from you is your heart. Today. (laughs) That's what you were made for. And that's what he wants from you. And if you do nothing else today, except sit in the presence of God and love him and let him love you, you will have done the most important thing today that you could possibly do on this planet ever. And you will have pleased God today to the fullest extent. Do you believe that? Because that is what the word of God tells us. Could it be that easy? Could it be that beautiful? Could it be that good? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I've decided I'm going to end these podcasts by praying. You know, as a coach, in every single session that I have, I pray for the women at the end of our session And, you know, we discuss homework and practical things, and then I pray. And for you guys, we we can't be one-on-one, though I would love to. If any of you guys want coaching at all, please contact me. Please contact me in the show notes. There will be a way to contact me. You can visit my website at www.rebekah-annne.com. Um, also want to encourage you to find me on Facebook because we are starting a Facebook page called the confidence coach for Christian women. All you have to do is search that on Facebook and you'll find the community group where we're going to talk about these episodes. Okay. We're going to have conversations about the episodes. You guys can tell us what you loved and what encouraged you. And, 
you can tell us, um, you can ask me to go deeper into it. But what I really want to do is end with prayer because I feel, I feel God like with me and I believe with us in these episodes. Um, and so I want to pray for you guys. God, I thank you so much for allowing me to be operating in my gifting. I thank you so much for just the joy that that brings to my life. But more than anything, I thank you that long ago, my heart learned to love you and to let you love me. And I pray that for all the women who hear this today, you know, that we, that we will enjoy the good other gifts, you know, husband, children, um, good food, good shopping, whatever these things are, the good graces here on this planet. You want us to enjoy them. We know you do, but may we never, ever, ever, ever buy this weird lie that those things are what we were created for. We were created first and foremost for you. And you want our heart. And out of that place, out of learning to love you and be loved by you, you will develop our abilities and give us opportunities to trust you and present us with a moment in life where both of those things come together perfectly. I pray for every woman listening right now that she will be excited about that, open to that, ready for that. All these things I pray in your name. Amen.